Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Believe in Duke podcast. I am Steve Wiseman, the Duke beat writer for the Raleigh News and Observer, joined as always by the landlord, Sheldon Williams. Sheldon, it's NCAA tournament time. We have uh, a matchup with Oral Roberts to talk about, and Duke is is red hot, red hot that basketball team. Yes, yes. Um, you know, yesterday was the start of the tournament. Madness has started here in March. You know, we had some two good games with uh CMO, you know, Southeast Missouri uh, State, and then as well as uh, Texas A&M Corpus Christi, which was going to be a good game. And then the late game, which I'm still trying to recover from, yeah. was the Mississippi State and Pittsburgh game. So I had to say I'm watching my ACC team and, uh, you know, especially with ties with uh, Capel as well. But it was good. And then I had a chance to see, um, uh, I don't know where this was at during the four years when he was at Duke, but Joey Baker go off for 21 points there for Michigan. Uh, and at the NIT, so it was a great day for basketball. I have brought down another TV to put below my other TV so I can actually do it because you know, I guess nowadays the new TVs don't do picture in picture anymore, right? So, <laughs> so you got to put your TV next to the other TV and kind of you know figure it out like that. So that's what I was doing all day, uh, evening and last night. You got the setup, man. Yeah, I remember having a picture in picture TV. When did we go backwards in technology? That used yeah, to be yeah, thing, yeah. Man. That's crazy, right? Yeah, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> anyway, well, good man. I'm glad you got the setup. That's awesome. Yeah, Joey Baker went off last night. Good for Joey. I always felt bad about the way his Duke career kind of went when he had to use that red shirt year in 2019 after Zion got hurt. He hadn't played all year, and he played like the last four games, and that ruined his year. But he got the year back because of COVID. So anyway, don't go off on a tangent. But that's good about Joey. I'm glad he hit 21 points there. Um. I'm going to remind everybody, uh, believe it, the Believe in Duke podcast is sponsored, as always, by Bet Online. It is, uh, it's NCAA tournament time, right? So everybody's got to predict, predict winners and everything. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your college basketball betting this season. Get analysis of every play, prop, and point at Bet Online. You'll always find the latest odds, bracket contests, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Updated odds for everything from live games. Uh, conference championships, which are done now, right through the Final Four and Championship game. Bet Online is your college basketball headquarters this season. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Be sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive your bonus. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Yeah, we're already one day into it. That was good to see um, Capel and then Pitt get a win. Uh, it was a tough win. Uh, made some shots late, so they're moving on into the actual field of 64. They were in the first four right, last night, so right. um, the uh, so there's more games on Wednesday night. We're t- as we tape this on Wednesday, and then Thursday, the big the big day, two full days. Yeah, yeah. That's what you got to have your setup <laughs> for, man. Yeah, I'm already ready for it. So don't even worry. <laughs> I, I put the TV down yesterday, and it's gonna be staying, you know, from here on out. So yeah, uh, this is my time of the year where. I already know, like, no, don't don't bother me during this time. I got these different games. Let me go yeah. ahead and watch these games. I'm zoned in. <laughs> exactly right. And uh, Duke doesn't play till uh, seven ten on Thursday night. So Thursday afternoon is nothing but just enjoying the games, not paying attention to one, just kind of watching the best games and everything. So um, I look forward to that. I'll be I'm here in Orlando, uh, so I'll probably go over there in the afternoon and watch. Um, Virginia's playing in the afternoon, so I'll go over there and watch 
watch them. That's one thing about when you're at, at one of the regionals, it's hard to want monitor the other ones because you see the scores pop up, but you can't really, I have to have my computer on and kind of, yeah. you know, switching it yeah. that way uh, while I'm watching the live <laughs> game in front of me. So right, anyway, right. it's a, it's a whole thing, but it's pretty cool. Um, so Duke's playing Ola Roberts, uh, the five versus 12 game, which is always kind of dicey in these, in bracket situations as we know, right, right. um, you know, uh, Duke has won nine in a row. We mentioned last time, ORU, or Roberts is 30 and four, uh, won 17 in a row right now. They just rolled through the summit league. They're, they are so much better than the rest of their league right now with, with, uh, Max Asmus and, uh, and Connor Van over the, uh, the seven, five center. Uh, so I think, you know, the main thing is, I mean, Duke's this Max Asmus remind sorry, Asmus reminds everybody of, CJ McCollum from 2012 when Leon when Lehigh beat Duke. That's kind of some of the talks been going on. So it's going to be important for you know Duke to 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 be in his grill the whole game, right? I mean that's the one thing you got to start off by cutting off the head of the snake, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a chance to watch uh, a couple of their games. I went back to one of the good teams that they played was uh, Houston in uh, November, and. You know, although they got, you know, um, blown out by Houston, it was kind of like, you know, my first time watching them play against like a real true test. Yeah. And that's where I was trying to zone in for that game. And for that game, what Houston was doing was what Houston always does. You know, they get out in transition. They have aggressive defense. They over here, they lower, they lure the uh, 7-5 Vanover out. Uh, But with that being said, Vanover, he only plays maybe half the game anyway. He's between 22 to 25 minutes a game. So he's not playing the whole full game. So we don't have to worry about him for half the time. The thing is, no, he's one of the better shot blockers in the league with 3.2 shot blocks a game, which is, you know, right there with uh, Edie um, in uh, Purdue. Mm -hmm. But uh, with uh, Ace Miss, you know, this guy, he knows how to score in bunches. He can score quickly. Uh, he does a really good job playing in pick and roll. Uh, for us, if I'm over here scouting against Oral Roberts, I'm looking at us to shut them down on defense because they don't get back too well on the other end. You know, um, I saw them at the championship game as well um, when they uh, won uh, their conference. Mm-hmm. And I was watching that game, and, you know, I was very impressed with uh, Vanover, you know, 7-5 guy. He's out there. He's mobile. He can shoot a three, you know. I was like, uh, what's going on with all these uh, tall guys now with uh, the kid from France that's coming over next year? And I'm like, you know, he's 7'4", whatever it is, 7'4", 7'5", and he's shooting threes too. And I'm like, you got Porzingis, you got these guys, everybody's trying to, try to you know, shoot threes. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I see he's very mobile. He can have a, a mid-range jump shot. Uh, he, he does he, – he does um, – he doesn't do a good job of, like, asserting himself down low. You know, he's, he's telling everybody, but he's not being aggressive and – ceiling and trying to make his space and carve his space out he's not doing that so a lot of times the guy kind of like you know we call it pull the chair where we actually you know kind of bang up against you whatever then all of a sudden you're expecting that next bump we kind of slide over and then get around when the pass is being thrown to you and get the steal i saw that happening to him a lot of times as well too so um we got to kind of play the game with him because like i say at the end of the day he's still seven five so even if you're trying to push him out he could still reach over you and you know grab the rebound and things like that but I'm looking forward to this game. I think it's going to be a, a really good test for us at the beginning of the game because the well, last time we played against a guy this tall was Purdue in the championship game back in Portland early in the year. So we're going to see how um, things have gone. But I, I feel like if we actually play defense like we've been playing, 
and knock down shots, you know, outside of the championship game, but, you know, knock down shots like we've been doing too, I think we'd be okay. That's a great breakdown. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, if you think back to that Purdue game, obviously it didn't go very well, but that was early in the season. Lively was just getting comfortable, uh, you know, playing the college game. Um, he'd just come back from injury. He only played a few games at that point. Uh, Duke has the two seven footers in there to kind of mix and match. Uh, and then Ryan Young comes in too, right? So you got three guys that can, can help defend uh, uh, Vanover. And good point about the fact that he only plays about 25 minutes a game because when he's out of there, that changes everything as far as that goes. Um, you know, I know Lively, you know, plays about, you know, you can play 30 minutes a game maybe or something like that. But again, you've got Young. Duke has depth that Oral Roberts doesn't have, right? When they take him correct, out, correct. it's a big step down uh, from from what um, from what he usually gives them. Whereas when, when Ryan Young comes in, it's not so far of a step down. He's not the athlete that Lively is, right? But he still knows what he's doing out there and can, can defend pretty well. Um, so, yeah, that's you know, it's one thing about this Oral Roberts team that the record's really impressive. Um, I think the point spread's maybe six points for Duke or something like that. So there's a lot of concern. Think about, oh, the 512, this could be an upset, a very, very good Oral Roberts team. But a lot of the national pundits are picking Duke to go deep in this tournament, like some to the Final Four. And so, well, Oral Roberts, had, there's respect for them, especially because two years ago they made the Sweet 16. Not a lot of people are picking them. So that kind of tells me something, right? People really, you know, you, you look at the way Duke's playing. Um, uh, if they can defend like they have on Acemas, he's going to get points, right? But you just can't let, you know, can't let him go off and get, you know, 30 or 35 or something like that, which he's capable of. And Tyrese Proctor has played really good defense lately. Um, I, I I know he... If he ends up being on him, which I think is going to happen, that's usually he gets the best score on the outside. Um, he wants that challenge. He he's grown up so much. I did a story about him. It's uh, I think it's out today on, on the News Observer website. People can look it up. But he, um, you know, went through a tough time middle of the season, uh, coming from Australia. His family visited for a month, from like the Iowa game through the NC State game, the, the one they lost. But they were here for a whole month. And he said when he went through these tough times, like he kind of kept his circle tight. And just he stayed within his bubble, uh, talked to people, his family, all that, help him through it. And, um, you know, obviously listen to the coaches, don't get me wrong, but he didn't. Um, but that really helped him kind of settle himself. And we've seen how well he's played, right? He's grown up so much. Uh, he's a different player from the start of the year. So uh, as much as uh, we worry about coming full circle here with, with Zach Eady uh, and the way they played in that game, which wasn't very good, it feels like Duke is more prepared to – handle a challenge like this now than they ever have been this season. Yeah, I agree. Um, to kind of um, point out what you just said with uh, Proctor, I think that's a very mature thing for him to do, um, especially this, this day and age where you can always go on your phone and social media and things like that, where it's just right there in front of your face. You know, people hitting you and telling you, like, you know, what, what's going on or you suck or whatever it is, but, you know, whatever. And the fact that he did that where, you know, like, I'm going to keep my circle, you know, small and, you know, just go from the the basketball team, which is the staff and the teammates, as well as my inner circle, whether it be my family and closest friends. And for him to have, you know, that, you know, that that, that point this early in his, in his career, I mean, I think it's a, it's a great matured, you know, point for him to be able to do that. So it's, it's, it's great to hear that and great to see that. And I think it's uh, paying off, you know, as you see, 
He's, uh, you know, playing um, with a lot of confidence right now. He's not letting anybody kind of tell him what he can and cannot do. He's not like that player where I'm trying to be with the team, but I'm trying to find my my niche as well because, you know, it's still Jay Roach's, you know, team, mm-hmm. and he's the main ball handler. How do I fit in? And now all of a sudden, like, oh, I'm playing in, and like I said, we said this before, um, in the past, I think that was one of the best things happened for Proctor when, uh, you know, Roach got hurt. And all of a sudden, he inserted himself as the main ball handler, and now all of a sudden, he got to be the guy that facilitates for the team, and he goes from there. And I think you know that helped his, you know, progress and his growth a lot faster and a lot more than what we would have seen if Roach never got hurt. Yeah, that's a good thing from a bad situation, right? Yeah, that's a, and that's how it goes. And um, I know some of the um, uh, talk after the championship game in the locker room was, "Hey, you know, we went through a lot of things this year, and you wish you wouldn't have." Like, you know, I'm sure Roach Riches, he wouldn't have got hurt. I'm sure they wish they wouldn't have lost to Purdue and NC State and Miami. But that was the that's turned out to be the best things, right? That's turned out, they've all turned into positives. Whereas with some teams, those kind of things can snowball the team splinters. You know, if Roach, when Roach got hurt, if Proctor wasn't ready to, wasn't mentally prepared after all the, you know, up and downs, ups and downs he'd had early in the year to step in and, and be that guy. Uh, which he's proven he has. It, it could have been the other way. He could have just melted under that pressure and having to handle the ball all the time, and he didn't. So um, he's very calm. I will say this about I've talked to Tyrese quite a bit. I talked to him almost after every game, uh, and he, for somebody who's eighteen and who's moved from Australia from another country, you know, halfway around the world, um, amazingly calm. I really have. There's just a calm feeling about him. And he, I think he plays that way. I mean, I'm not saying he's perfect because he does have turnovers and you know, like gets depressed and everything. Sometimes, you know, things get crazy, but uh, for the most part, he's a very calming factor on this team, which um, is surprising for a freshman. So I think that can, that could bode well for Duke going forward in this tournament for sure. Yeah, I, I definitely think so. Uh, I'm hoping so too. I mean, uh, I think I kind of mentioned it in the past as well. Like, you know, all that adversity we went through, it seemed like it was like a full season worth of, you know, adversity, but I think it might be able to pay off and, we're going we're gonna to see, you know, here pretty soon how much it does pay off. But I think uh, uh, we had a few days to kind of get ourselves, you know, a little bit more healthy, uh, a little more rest because, you know, we played three games just like everybody else, but mostly everybody else uh, played three games in a row, you know, get our legs back underneath us, you know, and the excitement about, you know, being in the tournament. Like, it, I don't know what it is. I was talking to my dad about this yesterday. Um, yesterday. And he used to drive down from Oklahoma to, you know, Greensboro. And that's an 18-hour drive. Yeah. And he'll drive down, him and my mom and my brother, and watch us play. And then uh, our first year, we got shipped out to, um, I think, mean, Utah. Uh-huh. They drove 18 hours straight back, took a nap and everything. And then uh, it drove two days to uh, Utah. You know, <laughs> so that type of thing. But, you know, just that it's the energy that's there. Like, once you get there... All of a sudden, you're not tired no more. All of a sudden, like, you just start you walking up straight. You know, like, it just, I don't know what it is. Like, a lot of people don't really talk about it. But the fact that once you get into this part of the season, especially once you get into a, whatever the gym that you can be playing in, all of a sudden, it just seems like something keeps pouring into you. And all of a sudden, you get this this aura around you, like, oh, you know, that type yeah. of moment. <laughs> yeah. It's it's great feeling. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a great feeling. I can't explain it. It's just something that happens to you and I'm sure it happens to everybody else too, but that's something I used to feel all the time. And it's, 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 it's great. It's great. I mean, as you can tell, I mean, I, I love, you know, March Madness yeah, 
So <laughs> I can tell you're you're it's like you're right back there again. Like it's, it's in yeah, your head. Yeah, the the yeah. switch is flipped, right? You're right, right. You're feeling right. it, man. Yeah, because you're going on adrenaline, and it's just like this is what you work for the whole season. Yes, like, yes. It doesn't. Yes. I mean, all those other games are important, but the goal is to get here and then to win yeah. six games and and you know cut down the big nets and uh, yeah, yeah. End. And uh, I know every year. I always write this when the season starts. Every year, Duke's goals are to win the national championship and to, to compete for ACC and NCAA championships. And, um, you know, that's – it may sound arrogant, I guess, but that, that's what it is. That's their goals. They they play in that in that field. They swim in that pool, you know. And, uh, and here we are. It's time to do it. It's time for them to – they've already hung one banner, and uh, now it's time to – you got two more you're aiming for, right? Final four and national championship. So Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, after – before every game going to Cameron – the fans will let you know we want six. We want six. You know they letting you know that's that's on their mind as well as our mind as well. But we want six. You know that's something that we always strive for. So like you said, we always go into the tournament. I'm sorry, into the season. Like this is the end goal. This is what we want to do. And what it is that we need to get? What do we need to do to get there? We will figure that part along the way and kind of go from there. And hopefully that you know we stay healthy. That's a big part right there where we stay healthy and playing right at the same time. Uh, but, you know, being there and knowing that this is what you want to go, that banner, yeah. national champion, national champion, that's what it is. Right, exactly. And uh, as we tape this on Wednesday morning, uh, Duke's going to have an open practice, uh, as you always do the day before the tournament starts at the arena site. Uh, that'll be this afternoon. I'll be over there for interviews and everything. And um, uh, it's always a neat thing, that that open practice with the fans and everything. And you know, it's not really a practice, right? It's mostly a you know, kind of a shoot around or a glorified walkthrough, or whatever. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, but to get out there on the court with fans, you know, in the stands, kind of gets you going, doesn't it? Yeah, and then all of a sudden, you know, you start seeing yourself, you know, put out some dunks that you're not doing it during the game, but yet you have the little kids out there, but ooh, ah, and you know that type of thing. So it it feeds into that energy and that vibe, and it's great. I mean, the practices are not really much, like you said. Uh, it's more so kind of like you know, flushing out your legs, getting the legs up and down, moving. And uh, getting you used to, you know, whether if it's the atmosphere, if you're playing in the mountains, trying to get used to that uh, that uh, altitude type mm -hmm. thing, or you're just trying to get used to the rims that you're shooting on or both, you know, depending on where you're playing at. And then, like I said, with the kids being out there, you out there, you know, normally you'll lay the ball up if it's normal practice. But then all of a sudden you see all these little kids, you know, watching practices and everything. Now you're going to windmill or backwards dunk or something like that, <laughs> something that you won't ever do in a game, but yeah, I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> it's a great thing the NCAA too does to open this up to the community because it's free admission. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, everybody can yeah. just come in and watch. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, because I mean, obviously everybody can't come to the tournament games, right? So this is a way for, you know, like you said, kids, like people take their kids out of school, let them come down and watch, you know, watch a practice, watch the, all the teams come in their town. Uh, really neat thing. And then in Orlando, obviously, you know, it doesn't come here every year, right? So this is, one of the, you know, like Greensboro seems like it gets it a lot, right? You know, in, in North Carolina, we get a regional or a site just about every year. Um, Orlando gets it every once in a while, but this is, a, you know, it's more NBA town, that kind of thing with the magic and all. So cool thing, cool thing to be happening. Um, I think, uh, you know, after, uh, not to look past Oral Roberts, of course, but the, the bracket sets up, if Duke can get past Oral Roberts, you know, Tennessee looks vulnerable. They're not as good as they were at the start of the year due to injuries. And uh, uh, so if they get past Louisiana, some people are picking Louisiana to upset Tennessee. Um, so sometimes the bracket opens up, right? That's 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I didn't understand as a player. Coach K used to always say, you know, don't look at everybody else. You know, focus on your game. We will get there when we get there, but everything happens for a reason, and it you know, it falls into place. So as long as you're taking care of your game and not looking at the next game or looking at what's going on in this bracket, uh, side of the bracket, you know, for my future, uh, I'm sorry, uh, ACC team that you might be going to battle with all the time, whatever, and see how far they go. Make sure y'all go farther than them. You know, that little yeah. competition going on there. <laughs> but, you know, as long as you focus. But this year, the the so-called upset brackets or upset, you know, um, you know, was it a 12 and uh, it's a 12 and 5? 12 and 5, yeah, that's always. 12 and 5. Yeah. And then it was, it was another one. Uh, but all these so-called you know, upset picks. You can't really pick that this year because it's a lot of picks you can do that can be upset picks. I mean, yeah, the way that the season I'm played this year, I'm played this year, you can pick pretty much anybody to be upset at any point. I mean, Houston lost their best, may have lost their best uh, score um, with the, yeah, the Sasser. Injury. yeah, with the groin injury, whatever. Yeah, and yeah, that's normally about two to four weeks right there, and yet. They could be upset now. Like, you know, a lot of people are picking them to go to Final Four. I mean, sure. you should never know. You right. never know. It's so unpredictable. I really think it is. It's very wide open. I think there's, gosh, I mean, usually, oh, there's four or five teams that can win the national championship. I think there might be 10, you know, and Duke's ranked 12th, <laughs> right? And, and, yeah, well, yeah, and they could, yeah. you know, people are saying they may make a run. You know, yeah, yeah. The way they're playing, yeah. right? Um, as yeah. long as they don't you know, revert to what we saw in January, which I don't think. Yeah, hopefully that's, that's the whole thing. That's way behind us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that team wasn't capable. This yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully right. that's, that's dug deep in the ground, buried, <laughs> and our buildings on top of it. It's never coming back over. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly right. So um, uh, it's going to be cool. Hey, I did want to mention to you uh, the other night on John Shire's radio show. He uh, mm-hmm. he does a. They do a trivia contest that they ask 10 questions. Actually, Emil was filling in for John for part of the show because it was Monday night and John had things to do, getting ready for, you know, Oral Roberts. So he had Emil fill in. I mean, head coach now. So, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so one of the questions was who leads Duke in, in block shots in NCAA tournament play? That's yours truly. So your name oh, came so, up. So, so I still get one. Okay. You were right, the yeah, answer. You were yeah, the okay, answer. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> now, hopefully, I think it was most block shots. Yes, most block shots for Duke in, in his in career in the NCAA tournament. Okay, okay. So you played in four of them, right? So yeah, I'm sure you had yeah. plenty. I don't remember what the number was. I'm sorry, I don't have that committed to me. Oh, anyway. okay. It's, it's all good. I'm about to ask that and everything. But maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe uh, it'll, it'll stay for a little bit longer. But, you know, it's, it's pretty cool to actually hear yeah. that. Uh, I still got, you know, a couple of records still there. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. I thought, oh, yeah, we because we're sitting in the audience listening to it. And I go... I know I knew that. It's got to be Sheldon. It's got to be. There's no way it's not. Right. <laughs> so good stuff there. All right. Well, um, we're gonna uh, we'll have another episode uh, hit leading in hopefully for Duke's purposes the next next round. Uh, uh, talking about we'll break down the Oral Roberts game and uh, and look forward to round two if that occurs. If it doesn't, we'll have a we'll have a season wrap up uh, thing here. And uh, that'll be that. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Hopefully uh, we we talking again about somebody else. Uh. That's right. That's yeah. right. Well, anyway, uh, I believe in Duke is sponsored by uh, um, uh, Bet Online. We appreciate their support all season. We appreciate uh, our loyal listeners and uh, everybody. We like to keep you up to date on what's going on with Duke, and this is the most important time of the season. So join us again. 
Uh, we'll have another episode coming up uh, uh, before the weekend. So thanks a lot, everybody. All right. Let's go, Duke. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.